Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boob Show, episode 287, for Tuesday, April 27th, 2021. Welcome back to the show. Brian Dunaway is over there dancing. I'm Scott Johnson. Not, I'm mostly sitting still, but I feel I feel a little dancey today. I'm in a good mood, you know. Got some dance in your pants, man. Yeah. Come on. Got a lot of stuff done. Feeling very productive. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, almost midweek here. And uh, I like doing the boop show. So all these things are coming together to be sort of a good time for both of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Last week. Did I talk about my last week? I don't know. Anyway, it's better. If, you, if you're curious, if you're in the chat room, if you're listening to the podcast, been wondering about my eye and it's a lot better. Yeah, How's your eye, better. Brian? We want to know how your eye's doing. You're good? It is a lot better. Okay. I can still see out of it and it has not detached from the retina. So we're good to go. Oh, that's awesome. I that's- can still play the Oculus. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's yeah. what I was worried about is that your Oculus time might be affected by. Uh, yes. Yeah. And but, then I did. I did something I never do on the show, Scott. What's that? I, I, I never I never show people my hitchhiker's thumb. I was going to say you broke your thumb people. and now this is the result. But yeah, I, I, I try to always in pictures. If I do a thumbs up, I always try to make sure that I don't do the natural thing. Oh, for my me, Lord. Which is Look thumb. at that. Do that again. Because wow. that, is that, it's good for mashing bugs. I don't have that. It's, it's, it's too much Atari right there, my friend. Mm-mm-mm. Hold on. Let me get my fat <laughs> one. I can't. I can do this with one of them. Nope. Yeah, I can do Deep. that. I can't do right. the other one. Ow, this is what happens from years of. Oh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. I was in a great mood, mood this morning, Claire Gack, in the chat. I was in a fantastic mood. She's thinking of yesterday. Yesterday was a mess. Oh, I hated yesterday. You were tired because yesterday you missed your sleep, a, right? I can eat a poo yesterday. I can eat a big poo. Yeah. Hey, yeah. but here's what we can't do. Uh, we got to tell you guys uh, real quick here. I, I spent. A lot of time in the Elder Scrolls Online this week, and I think what that means is I'm committed. I think I'm in there for a bit. Uh, You're in it. Really enjoying it, leveling up, getting rad stories done, and uh, leveling things and doing stuff, and I listen to the music all the time, and I'm just super into it. So uh, for those who thought Scott just was going to have a brief affair, I think it's going to be more than that. I even signed up for the uh, Plus service because I like that extra perk stuff they give you. And uh, now, are you said you're listening to the music? Are you listening to that outside of the realm oh, of yeah. playing the game all the time, all the time? Yeah, and it's like fantastic. on Spotify or something, or Spotify, like, Apple Music, like, uh, everywhere. This stuff gets, okay. uh, and they let you stream it any, uh, if you want to. So it's not uh, mm-hmm. you don't get in trouble for it. It's like World of Warcraft music. You, they're 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 happy to have Jeez. people play their music, and you kind of have to if they're going to stream your game. So well, you don't want to get in well, trouble. Well, what's that sound thing. like? Do you have some of it? Yeah, I do right here. How about this? How about this? I'll just give you Put a taste. This is a song called uh, a land. Uh, sorry, a land of war and poetry uh, Ooh, by Brad oh Derrick. God. He's the guy that does most of their music uh, stuff these days. And this was for the elder, the, uh, the Morrowinds uh, expansion a few years back, 2017. Right. Here's what this sounds like right here. Oh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That familiar, uh, you know, elder scrolls business. 
choir back there, some ladies. Oh, you yes. know, doing that, doing what they do. Yeah, and then I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit to this really intense. Oh, we're on an adventure, Scott. It's really good. So were those ladies at the beginning? Were they like in the toilet? That was some really good, you know. <laughs> no, reverb. they were in the, some dark temple of some uh, Daedric oh. uh, the guy who wants to take over Tamriel. I have no idea. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. It's you got to get into the, the thing of it. Hey, uh, uh, so what's this deal about Stock Informer and telling you that they have Xbox Series Xs? Didn't you already get one, or did you end up with an S? I don't remember what happened. No, I have an Xbox Series S. I picked it up very early on. There's, those Ss are starting to come uh, back into stock for a lot of places. You can just about get an S just anytime you want to. Stock Informer, if you're not familiar with that, I'm signed into their Discord server, and it lets me know whenever a stock becomes available, uh, specifically for Best Buy for the one I was looking at. Uh, I tried to get the Xbox Series X. I just gave it away. I didn't get one. But what it did was it said it's available. I clicked on it, and I clicked Add to Cart while I was on the Best Buy website. And it said, a little message popped up and said, we got something new. To you know, and and it was implying that they're trying to get rid of all these, uh, you know, these scalpers. So you click the add to button and you're actually then added to a queue. Mm. If someone doesn't uh, complete the transaction in the next step, uh, then it gets released back and then you'll have an opportunity. So you have to kind of sit there. Oh, and wait you're in line the then. To, you're, you're put into a line that actually gives it right. to you if you're there. Okay. That's and, pretty good. And hopefully, like I said, is since it was so new and they kind of mixing it up, hopefully that stops some of these scalpers from using their bots and things because, yeah. you know, it would probably confuse them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and so I didn't get it, but I did wait. I heard Randy uh, actually was able to land his. He did. Very happy for him. I don't know if and he got an X, or, to come back an X or an more. S. Did he say which one he got? I don't know. Uh, he got the X. He, he got did. the X. Yeah. So my understanding the is, is they're still they're still abundant. suffering from uh, supply chain issues, just like PlayStation fives are. The advantage that Microsoft's got, if you want to even call it an advantage, they have two SKUs, and as a result, yes. you've got one that's slightly less demand. So when they become available, they're a little more available than mm-hmm. than the mm-hmm. X's mm-hmm. are. So the fact that you got an X secured is kind of shocking because I haven't heard, and nobody I know has had any luck. Getting anything, right. PlayStation, Xbox, any of that stuff. Um, hopefully, some of that's letting up now. That yeah, yeah, I think it is. Like I said, there, my my stock informer, by the way, which I I can't say that without singing stock the informer. informer song from the you know the informer. Yeah, I know that. Oh, you sung that almost too well. You might get a copyright strike. Be careful. But yeah, so I didn't land one, but they are showing up a lot more. Now, so I think it's just a matter of time before uh, before we get it. Yeah, JC Calhoun making fun of my use of the word skew. I used to say that all the time because I worked for a company. Yeah. Where we had different products, and they were all there. There were different skews. That's what you called them in the. That's what you called the them. The system. SKU. Yeah, we're doing inventory this weekend. Come and count what's left of the skew. The skews. Yeah. Oh, and JC Calhoun also is doing the new egg shuffle. Have you tried that? That's another thing they're trying. Uh, What's the new egg shuffle? Explain. So the 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 new egg shuffle happens, I think, once a day, and there's certain stock items. Like I've been trying to track down the 3070s as well, uh, Nvidia, and uh, I've been in that a couple of times as well. You'll select the ones that you want, and then you're kind of put into a lottery. 
And wow. uh, I think usually it lasts like an hour or so in the middle of the day when you can register for the the for it, and then they let you know like around five if you're in. And I have not been in. I am not a winner. Well, I, you're a winner in my heart, dude. Don't don't, don't feel too bad. Well, we'll keep our eyes on it. If any of you out there have any hotlines on any uh, hard to get consoles, you let us know, will you? We'd appreciate yeah. it. Also, we have news. So we're we cover a little bit of indie news on the show now, and uh, just mm. kind of get you excited about upcoming games, that kind of stuff. And this week we're going to start with Evercade's retro game cartridge system, and how you're now going to get it as a home console. I don't know if these guys are affected by the same shortage as everybody else is uh, in terms of like just general electronics backlog that's happening right now. But look right. at this thing, chat room. Look at this freaking monster. It's called. The uh, it's a UK based company, Blaze Entertainment. They la- they launched the Evercade VS or Versus. Yes, I assume that's because there's two controllers that come with it, plus two more right. ports for four, uh, and they right. want you to play each other. I guess right. It's the Versus model. They they did a handheld version. I think it came out last year, and it actually hooks up to an HDMI as well, but it's only single player for the most part. And so, yeah, this this is the versus. This is a full console, and these use cartridges. And I think the cartridges work both for, uh, for for you know both systems. Pretty sure Evercade is that's the little handheld. Yeah. Yes, it is the handheld. Right, the Evercade, the Evercade original, which is called Evercade. I think the company's name is. Okay, uh, so yeah, you're right. I had that thing. Uh, I don't know where it is. I was actually sent a version of that thing, but it's like an old prototype. It's not the the retail one. Yes. Um, the cartridges came with like, I don't know, nine games or something per, per cartridge. Right. And these are all truly, this is a legit way to go retro. This has got licensed, you know, old school retro games. Maybe not the ones you want, but carts. they have them. Yeah. I, w- yeah. I wish they were the ones I want. I wish like, you know, Joust was in there. I wish. Right. Um, I don't know. Some Nintendo stuff. Of course, they're not there. There's no way no. Nintendo does that. So if you're looking for like a real broad library, you might be disappointed. If you're looking for a pretty decent Nickelcade style experience, it seemed all right. I think Xeno Crisis in here, Alien Brigade, Mappy Kids. I don't know if you remember the Mappy games. Yeah, Mappy. Mappy had had children. What happened there? What's going on? Yeah, Mappy. Yeah, they had had little nappy children. But you got like uh, Worms (laughs) Collection one. So... This is a great place for indie games to also go. They got uh, Indie Heroes Collection. I don't know if you've heard of this, but nope. they're basically selling carts with retro games and indie games. Uh, and it's just a great little lo-fi system that uh, that Ooh. starts, I think, at like uh, something like 70 or 50 bucks for the handheld Evercade. And then this new thing is coming up. Definitely going to get it. It is, it is on my list. 100 bucks. Uh We'll see, yeah, we'll see about uh, one of us or both of us will end up with it, and we'll we'll give you guys a full. Uh, How about impression. some Atari Lynx games? Do you ever get the Lynx? I had the Lynx well, they, for like two minutes and hated yeah. it. Didn't like it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but there was a few games that seemed interesting, but I never could get into the ecosystem of the Lynx. So it might be an, uh, an interesting time to kind of go back and take a look at that. Yeah, um, agreed. Uh, also, uh, there's a great new game in the works right now that you guys might be interested in. It's a one-person dev team. Those always impress the hell out of me. It's a game called Mona. Mo- Mona. 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 Try not to picture uh, Tony, Tony Danza, Danza saying Mona. Right. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're probably 20. 
Um, anyway, if you're a fan of atmospheric, moody indie games that deliver some delightful, pretty oh, yeah. graphics, this could be for you. Uh, it's an immersive third-person exploration and puzzle game set in a peculiar island inhabited by weird and wonderful creatures. Just my kind of place. And uh, per the one-man developer, uh, V. Elbertsberg. Uh, he's got two A's for the second name. It starts with Albertsburg. Albertsburg. Berg, Berg. Uh, the game features a unique narrative style, which is exclusively delivered via exploration, environment, and storytelling. Here's his quote. By the way, it says one person operate, so we don't even know. It starts with a V. It could be anybody. It could, it could be, be anybody. anybody. It could be Virginia. Yeah. It could be uh, yeah. v- uh, Vito. It could v- be <laughs> Vagina. We don't know. We don't I'm know. pretty sure it's not Vito, but it could be. Could I be mean, v- it could be Vagina. Yeah, I'm well, just saying. Maybe. We'll see. I, I, I'm who am I to judge? Other countries with their with their cult with their cultures, they may have a vagina. Yeah, and name. yeah, I don't know. It's I'm not going to judge. Anyway, it says it's an immersive third person exploration and puzzle game set in an eerie island. You already said all that. Uh, the brief yeah. blurb also goes on to say every or explore the world and uncover its secrets to figure out what ancient evil decimated the people who used to live there. I'm down with this. It looks so good. Yeah, I love nice. this weird, creepy, kooky kind of. Uh, style and it looks like it's a lot of good exploration. I'm stoked about this. I added this to my uh, Steam wish list. It doesn't come out until quarter four of this year. Uh, indie games are doing pretty good about hitting their targets, yeah. As opposed to some of these triple A's that are you know a little yeah. bigger, moving. Something uh, I was we products. were talking about earlier in our little chat. Um, yeah. I have this feeling. It's just a feeling right now, but. I feel like indies are about to have an explosion while triple A's are all delayed for COVID production problems. Yeah. Too, too big to, to really be nimble right now, unless you're an indie developer. Yeah. If you're a little team of three, four people, you're probably getting your job done and you would have regardless, but teams of 200 who can't be in the same building, who have just struggled to try to figure out how to make that work over the last year and a half. Right. They're already delaying games and just imagine what's in the pipeline now. Like I think there's, I think we're about to have a, I don't know what the right word and is. An indie revolution. An indie ejaculation. And by no. the way, I no. said maybe quarter, uh, said maybe uh, fourth quarter this year. I, th- I just, I think that I was thinking about the next game. This this game, Mona, uh, doesn't have a, a date. I'm it glad you skipped right over me saying ejaculation as if you're just used to it. You're used right. to the things I say. <laughs> that's just, that's a normal thing yeah, that I we understand. say around here. I understand. Uh, yeah. Back in our ELR days, I'd get mad at, at Obsidian for using the uh, the D word. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! And now, now I'm. You oh, know, what is what is the, what is the D word? Dildo. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was. <laughs> Do you remember that? I'd have to go. We're too we're too conservative for that here. I didn't want to bother. I didn't want to piss off podcasting. the. I didn't want to piss off the whatever you know rule makers man, I mean, that were was at the time. A, oh wow! With Extra Life Radio, man, we had like a lot of young young listeners who listened to us all through in college days. Some of them so, still I mean, listen to yeah. us. Some are still yeah, here. We had like very young people listening to that. I talked podcast. to a guy yesterday who was eight years old when he started listening and he's still listening. And that was right. Oh five when he was eight. So what does that make him? Yeah. Now? It makes him it makes it makes him fine. It makes us old. It makes him 23. Right. right. Speaking of ELR, there's Andrew in the chat room. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the lurks around here and there. Man. Look at that guy. Look at that. Kenyetsi screen, uh, stain, 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 stain. <laughs> hanging out in the chat. <laughs> um, all right. Finally, uh, game announcement for instruments of destruction. I saw this on PC gamer, uh, the other day and Brian put it in our lineup today. I'm glad he did. It'll be an early access in quarter four of 2021. 
the tech lead from one of my favorite video games of all time, Red Faction Guerrilla, which is such a freaking great game. Yes. And if they could ever just remake that or just come back and make a new one, I don't know what you're going to do, but do it. Um, the remastered one's fine, but it, you know it's a shame that never went much further. I think a po- what was this? the third one was uh, not Apocalypse oh, Red Faction. What, what was it? Yeah, um, uh, what was this? What was it? Oh, Arma- Armageddon. Man, Red Faction Armageddon. That was it. That's it. And uh, it. that's where Bruce Willis is on a uh, floating asteroid. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, it was okay, but they kind of forgot what made the Guerrilla game so good, and then nobody made yeah. more. So. Since those guys Which is went amazing. on, amazing. I, I yeah. how it just disappeared is beyond me. It's, it's weird. Just, uh, the Switch yeah. version I got on sale for like seven bucks recently, and I'm probably not even going to play it. I just got it because like I want I want that game everywhere because it's great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the lead, the tech lead on that game, which is a significant thing to say, because the reason that game was so rad was its insane physics and destruction stuff, mm. and that stuff was so cool. Yeah, um, this new game is going to be awesome. Though. It reminds me of that uh, Shipbreaker game you've been playing, except it's terrestrial mm. because you're building your own d- instruments of of uh, destruction. Yeah. So you design your own uh, teardown machines, like yep. big giant, you know, cats. Yeah, not like not like meow cats, but like you know the big machinery cats. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yellow. I don't know why their video starts with stuff reforming, but that's how they decided to do it. But yeah, you build that's, these, that's kind of weird. Yeah, so it's very yeah, weird. but you build these crazy machines, a little bit like that. What's that one that where you build siege weaponry and yes. then try to take down castles? I forget what the name of that thing is. Um, but you're basically trying to create a way to just make massive destruction happen, and it's all okay. like physics particle, you know, particle. Uh, What's the word? What's particle system? No, particle, yeah. whatever it is. Particles, yeah, just particle yeah, but system. There's another word, though. Particle. You've got particle. a really cool particle system. System? You got Particle <laughs> Particle generator? You're, I like how you're trying to put in a sentence. Could you use it in a sentence? <laughs> um. I can't think of the damn word. Anyway, <laughs> that's what this game is, and it looks super rad, but we won't get to see early access until later this year. That's, so That is quarter four 2021 Coming indie games. Soon. And so hopefully that one will be delivered on time. I, I hope that when you get like a really good strike, it does slow motion because they do a lot of that in the, uh, in the little trailer here. And I would love to see that because yeah. it was so satisfactory. Yep. And I got a, I got a thing for like that tilt shift effect. I love that in games. Yes, use that in here. Yes. So everything's got kind of a miniature quality to it. Yes. Anyway, something to keep your eye on as it get closer to release. Oop. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, time for us to get to the games we played this week. And uh, these are titles that we uh, usually like. Sometimes if we don't, we'll tell you. Or if there's a significant problem, yeah. we'll let you know. But I mean, these are these are reviews. We don't always know going in. We no. have hopes. Yeah. A lot of times they're just awesome and we can't help it. So that's what yeah. today's going to be for me. I played a game called Orbital Bullet. Orbital Bullet. And you might look at it and say, hey, I remember a PlayStation 4 game at launch, Resogun, that sort of looked like this where you went side to side or whatever. Uh, I understand that that may resonate when you first look at it, but it's really very different than that. This is kind of nothing like that. Uh, Orbital Bullet is a game on Steam, currently in early access. I forgot to write the developer down because I'm a dummy. And for some reason, I saw text there and thought I'd fill it out. So I yeah, I left it. I usually take it out, but I was like, I'm gonna make it easier for Scott. I'm not gonna delete. I'm not gonna make him rewrite that. And now I see I made a mistake. The irony. Um. Anyway, so 
It was made by a cool company. I'm, well, I'll find it before it, we're done here. The company is Smokestab is the developer. It's published by Assemble. Assemble? Assemble Entertainment. Assemble Entertainment. I believe that's correct. Yeah. Assemble yeah, with an A. Assemble. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it kind of came out of nowhere. It came out on the 20th, 420, baby, blaze up. And uh, it's uh, came out, it's currently on sale for $11.69. That's crazy. Uh, 100% recommended at this price. It's ridiculous because it's very good. It's worth it at full price. Um, but I would definitely take advantage of the sale if, you, if this is going to sound good to you. Now, if you're saying, hey, Scott, are we playing another roguelike? Yes. Does it have why a lot not? of the same stuff as a lot of roguelikes have? Yes, it does. Yeah, why not? Different guns, yeah. some random stuff, uh, upgrades between missions. If you die, you kind of take your accumulative experience and do better next time. You know, it's what those games do. Uh, Rogue Legacy, uh, freaking Dead Cells, like whatever game you're into. Yes, it has some stuff like those games, 100%. Uh, right. Now, that do not let that deter you. Okay, or if you even have a passing interest in such things, run, not walk, and get this game. It's very, very cool. It plays like any roguelike, but like I say, this rounded level thing, like for those at home who can't see the video, and I encourage you to look it up because it's kind of hard to explain, but everything's like an orbital curve. So so all the structures that you're running in are like you're a big like, tower. You're on like the top of a of, of a cylinder, right? Yes. You're yes. You're kind of, and, and there's like I think maybe three different uh, levels. It's almost like a, a a platformer has been wrapped around the top of a, a cylinder because you can move like like closer to the inner circles yeah. and then further out to the outer. Yeah, circles. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's very much like you know a, a circular. It's orbital. Orbital. Yeah, it's orbital. It's yeah. probably it's simple orbital. to say. And the guns and everything <laughs> shoot in an orbital fashion. So some guns will shoot all the way around the back, and it will follow that path. It doesn't fly off the edge. It goes all the way around yes. in a circle. Um, when you die, you go back to your little launching station, and you can. Uh, do some unlocks there. You can launch to a new game. Uh, the game's never the same. So uh, there's the randomization stuff going on, which you always like in these kinds of games. And for a game like this, it makes sense. You wouldn't want to have these pre-designed because that would get boring. Um, anyway. Uh, I find the platforming to be one of the, I, I played this for a couple of minutes, yeah. like maybe maybe 30 minutes or so. And I found the platforming to be uh, very entertaining. Oh, yeah. um, I, had to, I had to change how I was thinking just a little bit. For sure, on, uh, how I'd usually do that. So yeah, there's I, a du- there's a so there's a duck and cover. Uh, sorry, duck and roll button that's really yes. important. And the sooner you learn how to use that, the better you're going to play. Um, when you've cleared an area, the music calms down and it says hit the uh, the RB button to go to the next thing. Oh, that's the other thing. Highly recommend a controller here. I would not right. recommend playing this with a keyboard and mouse. Um, and this will probably end up in other places as well where your default controllers, but. Uh, uh, playing it on PC here, so I thought that was important to mention. I, I like the I like the 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 neon and dark colors they use. This is it, kind of got a. It kind of feels like you're in space, like on platforms, just out in the middle of nowhere, or I, I or maybe you're underground somewhere. I can't. I never. Yeah, quite almost. Tell. A, yeah, I agree. It's like subterranean in a way, and uh, yeah. that's really weird. Also, the character, the world is polygonal, but the character and the and the creatures you fight are not. Right. Uh, they're they're sprites, really well lit, amazing looking sprites, but they're sprites. Right. And Almost glow. They got like a neon look to them. Yeah, and I dig it. I really like the look of everything in the game. Um, and the mix of 3D and 2D is is really well handled here. Um, it just is fun, dude. 
you modify yeah. your guns, you upgrade shit. You get, I didn't. Uh, I didn't do the skill tree at all. I didn't, I didn't get that far. Is it, is it a, is it a complex? It's skill great. Tree no, it's it simple. Just, simple. You just sort of yeah, choose. Right. Like you know, there's stuff that's your usual. Like, well, I want to have. I want to do more damage when I shoot things, or I want to have more armor when I start the fight, or I want to start right. with a better weapon uh, in the beginning instead of having to find a better one later, or whatever. Like, there's different oh, kind cool. of perks you can assign to yourself, and those are permanent perks. Also, during runs you will unlock perks that are just for that run that you're on. And it might be anything from, you know, I don't know, when you blow up an enemy, it explodes. So other enemies are going to die in the explosion or things like that. Um, The environments are uh, pretty versatile. You can see right now, kind of like you're in the middle of some kind of storm. It's almost like a firestorm. Right. Um, other times it's it's not like this at all it's like that's why it makes it it makes me feel like maybe you're jump maybe it's what you're doing maybe you're jumping from planet to planet i didn't read much into the story so it, it feels like maybe you're yeah. jumping dimensions and they don't really i think they kind of leave that up to your interpretation a bit they don't really get into right. it too much but um it's a really cool game and you do boss fights and you know it's again the trappings of a roguelike are here um you know opening a chest getting items i mean there's there's plenty of roguelikes what makes it special is this this whole orbital idea because it, it it took my mind a little bit uh to understand you know oh there's something uh there, there's a i see a bullet back there but you know in general terms i'm like oh i see a bullet way back in the in the background that's not gonna bother me none but then right. i realized oh wait it's coming around and it's gonna hit me in the back of the head if i don't move yep and, and another uh, so it's, uh, it's, quick a quick note um Everything can be one. Well, I don't know if everything there's probably some spiky stuff that'll hurt me, but most of the monsters you can jump on a Mario style as well to get a couple nice. of hits in while you're trying to dodge them. Uh, so there's a bunch of that sort of stuff. Just really cool, unique movement mechanics. It's challenging, but not too hard. And right. I like it. Now, my yeah. favorite thing might be the soundtrack because it really adds to things. So oh. I'm going to play a taste of this. This is just some gameplay and the music that goes with From it. So listen to this. This bullet. is great. Rip roaring, awesome! Music. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it it the 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 music style matches the visual style of what you're getting with all these bright, uh, oversaturated colors, yeah. neon colors. I see there's a timer there. Is that is there some? You just have uh, to get out of there. Or no, I think that's a counting timer up that just tells you how long you've been at it. Um, it's okay. not it's not a limiter. Uh, here's a okay. bit of a boss mechanic you're watching right now where you have to like avoid those waves. That was hard. Right. Um, but yeah, once you get used hard. to the pattern, like on a, it, you do okay. like a sound wave or something coming out from the center. Of it's like the, a little flame wave. It's hard to hard to even say what it's doing. But check this out. This is how you know you've finished a level because the music's going like this. Whoops, let me turn that up. Listen to this right here. And then listen how muted it gets. just getting loot walking around cleaning up the place before you go to the next level just got a really satisfying uh loop to everything and i want to turn the lights out and sit and play this on the console you played it on this on steam right it's only there now yeah there's no no place else yet it's it's, this 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 something to play in the dark to just you know ramp up the audio and just go to town and immersive for sure wear headphones if you can that's what i did yeah and that made it a much more immersive experience uh, it's real cool. I can't wait to get further and, and really test its limits. Um, you know, early access a couple of times feels pretty. Dumb. You were like, 
I noticed a couple of times you were like suddenly zipping around the 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 screen and stuff. What, what was going oh, okay. on? Okay, like so all of a sudden you so were like sucked. That's just part of the get out of the level. So if you if you clear okay. everything and it says like right now it says jump to next sector. As soon as you hit that RB right. button, it's going to rip you through to the point where you make the <laughs> ascent to the next level. So right. it's good. Just so you're not controlling thing. that. Good, because I was like, I would totally lose my my shit. If yeah, I was to <laughs> you don't actually yeah. control any of that. Okay, now he's good, currently good. using the weapon that pissed me off the most, which is the grenade launcher. I'm, grenade. I'm a giant grenade launcher fan. I love grenades in video games. Yeah. This one in here, I'm not going to say it's bad. It's just nuanced because oh my gosh, um, the, those grenades go way out in front of you and blow up in places you don't want to. And if you get caught in your own little explosion ball, it's going to hurt you. <laughs> Like they're just really volatile. This thing he's using now with the yellow, that's something else. But but the grenades can, earlier, you with, can your bullets hit you in the back ever? Uh, like only the grenades. friendly fire? Only the grenades, grenades, as far as I know. Okay, yeah. so that's the only okay. Um thankfully the game is very generous with uh ammo. Uh right. so you get and ammo health quite apparently. A bit. You don't seem to be really dying too much. Yeah, this guy, I don't I'm not sure who's playing this one, but he did pretty good on that run. Um, it's very cool. Check it out. Available now. Eleven sixty nine is the price. It's on sale for what ten percent off of the normal fifteen or, or I don't even know what it is. But uh, yeah. steal at like that price. Fourteen ninety nine or something. I think when I looked it up. Stupid yeah. steal got, at that price. It's so good. Stupid. Yeah. You got you got this as a game code uh, as well, right? I, I got did. this from the developer. Yep. Got it from Smoke Stab. Oh, sure. That was very nice of them. Smoke Thank you for that. Stab. Yep. And uh, yeah, check it out now. And there's yeah. a bunch of playthroughs online, so you can go look further if you want to help make your decision about whether this is a game you want to play. So I found it really fresh. And um, I think the high point for me is the music and the mix of 3D and sprites. Just something feels good about it. Just feels Mm -hmm. chunky and uh, I don't know. It seems really rad. And it would be, it's primed for a Switch release. There's no way this doesn't end up on Switch. I would be shocked. They would make an enormous mistake if they don't do that. Yeah. So I really hope they do. And it looks very polished and it looks like it didn't give any trouble with no, graphics none. or nothing it all this looks very no well the vid- and the video i'm showing right now is 30 frames just because yeah it's a youtube thing but uh yeah yeah in uh my playthrough i'm running it you know more than 60 i think i'm running at 120 and it just smooth as cake which yeah, is smooth phrase. as cake yeah. what kind of cake you eating i guess pie is what you're supposed to say right yeah you're, i think yeah pie is more of a smooth uh texture is it cake is kind of like spongy right it's a kind know, of i feel like pie pie's got a lot of shit in it was well, yeah, I mean, like if you had a fruit pie, yeah, that's you know, that's, that's different. But I mean, like like if you had like a cream pie, then that's yeah. all smooth. Yeah, yeah. I, if I, it's, if your cream pie is not smooth, be concerned. You need to go go get another cream pie for that one's not smooth. Right, I agree with you. <laughs> all right, we are going to now talk about Brian's game. It's called Rain on Your Parade, and I also got a code to this for Steam. It's also on oh. Game Pass, and I haven't played it yet, so I'm really curious about how, what this is. You got to play around your parade. I was, I had several people see this game and say, Brian, this is you. And I was like, let me check it out. I'll see if it's me or not. And I was like, yeah, this is me. Ray in the parade. You got it. Rain on your parade is absolutely me. It is. Okay. So it's the first puzzle adventure game since 2019's untitled goose game that I've had this much fun. So, Oh, hi. Grandpa Ricky, tell us a bedtime story, which is how this whole game is started out and told is a bedtime story. Uh, So you get to control a cloud and you're going to destroy all humans. You start out in Seattle, which, of course, what rain cloud wouldn't want to start in Seattle. Oh, no, that's the best place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Well, yeah. Okay. 
where the video you're watching is actually uh, of me cleaning up a bathroom. This is one of the that bathroom lesser gross, dude. This Ugh. is one of the lesser uh, the lesser um, exciting parts of the game. What I is don't, on that floor though? What happened in that bathroom? This is like BlizzCon. I, it is it is definitely dirty, but I'm a cloud, and you can see I've got these crazy glasses on and crazy hat. These are all my accessories I earned along the way. And I am a cardboard cutout of a cloud, a la kind of like you would see in a uh, little big planet. Yeah, you're so, like suspended by a couple of wires that are sort of visible. Yeah, and, yeah. it's definitely like a, a stage type presentation where we're telling grandpa's telling this story about this cloud uh, to his to his grandson and. It is all very, very little big planet in that way. Yep. It, but it's much more three-dimensional. And lots of times you're kind of more like in a God game where you're up in the sky and you're managing things on the ground and encouraging uh, humans or humans as they classify them often in this game. That's H-O-O-M-A-N-S. Uh, you're a jerk cloud, by the way. If I, did I mention that? You're a jerk you're, cloud? Humans, yeah, humans are not your friend. Okay. Humans are bad, Okay, right? All right. Uh, I guess they're bad. They are bad. We don't we're, like we're them for bad. whatever reason. We're pretty bad. We have a lot of, we kind of wreck things a lot. We Yeah, yeah. we kind of do. We kind of do. Yeah. But that's okay because we're a godlike cloud. And so what we're going to do is we're going to rain on everybody's parade. Uh-huh. We start off in the very simple level where we're just uh, raining on a wedding day. We're trying to ruin the bride and groom's uh, wedding. Oh, my and gosh. Is that supposed to be a reference to what's her name? Is that a, um, a rain game, on your wedding day? Is that, is that this it? game? I would not doubt it because there's the thing about this game. It is ironic. Uh, <laughs> this game has so much cultural <laughs> references and puns and humor. That is one of the charming things about this game uh-huh. is all the puns. So you got influences from these these developers were definitely influenced by PlayStation games like Little Big Planet, uh, Katamari, uh, in popular culture. The levels lots of times reflect things like the TV show The Office, uh, Princess Bride with the storytelling, uh, horror movies like zombie movies and alien movies. All that stuff is baked into this game. Some of my favorite things though are their homages to the levels that they've created. They have levels that are like CSGO, and they have like a level that's like a breakout clone. Mm. Uh, they've got Frogger references, and one of my favorite areas is a, is a Silent Hill kind of level. I don't want to give them all away, because, but every level, if you look hard enough, it's probably going to have some kind of cultural significance uh, you know, throughout history, and most mostly stuff... Uh, that we really enjoy in modern times. How do you like, avoid this this uh, laser? I don't understand. So this is what this is. I'm playing right now. I'm playing one of the. I'm playing against the mini boss. He is a Doctor Dryspell, and he is our nemesis. I don't understand exactly why. Don't get too wrapped up in the story in this game. Doctor Dryspell apparently is my nemesis, and he's got <laughs> these turrets in different areas yeah. that I've got to go through. And so I've got to get past them. And they it's don't one seem of the to be hurting to you. They seem to be just sort of. Well, actually, they're not, but they are. So you'll probably notice on the left-hand side is there's objectives. Every level is objective-based. Yeah. So you've got to finish a certain amount of objectives so that you can unlock the next level in the overworld. Uh, as you can tell, <laughs> there's three of them to start out of the five I have. Yeah. If I fail any one of those stars, I have to start over again. Uh, and so that's what's going on. I don't want to get hit by any of those turrets in this one. Okay. And he kept hitting me. Okay. 
but that's okay. But what one of the things that happens when the turrets hit you as well, you are you're a rain cloud, but you have limited resources on some of these levels. So sometimes you've only got so much rain or so much water that you can dump out, and you can't solve the puzzles if you don't have the water that is you need water or the snow. The, is water and lightning two separate things that you can it use? It is. Okay. So there's a couple of powers you unlock as you go along. When you start out, you only start out with rain. And then you get, I believe, the lightning strikes, which allows you to herd uh, humans uh, to wherever you need to get them to to solve the puzzles. And then later on, you get uh, you can get snow where you can put snow out and it will uh, put humans in like this ball form so that you can roll them around with your light lightning, uh-huh. which is all physics based puzzly stuff. Okay. And right now what I'm doing is trying to stop these turrets by placing that snow on the track and knocking them over. That's something you have to figure out on your own. This game's not going to handhold you everywhere, yeah. but that was something I had to figure out on my own. Okay. Um, there's also a tornado or wind type power you have later on yeah. that allows you to pick up things. Uh, two other things that you have that are kind of modifiers to the game of the rain that you're dropping is you can pick up uh, a, like a toxic acid if you go over top of a, of a bubbly place like you see right here there's like a little bubbly place going up yeah. um sometimes those will have uh, will convert your water to like either acid rain which you can use to corrode certain things like if if you have an objective of corroding some cars or something you have to pick up that acid rain first and, and then accomplish that okay uh, also it has like stuff where you can pick up uh like this like this tar looking stuff that turns your range like a, a flammable item. Yeah. Once you drop that flammable material somewhere, then you can hit it with a lightning strike and start a fire and destroy uh, areas in the game. And sometimes that's part of the objective. So each level is really well thought out about what powers you have at that point in time and how you can solve those puzzles using those physics based uh, resources. And okay. it is that that makes it sound way complicated. But this game's really is really most of the time is pretty simple. This one I'm playing right now, like I said, is a little more complex, but most of the puzzles are pretty simple and uh, they're just just challenging enough to keep you interested. I had a blast with this game. I it's love funny watching you do stuff. So when you're zapping these people, what what is right. that giving you? Anything to zap them? So I'm zapping the people. I believe that was one of the achievements. I had to take revenge upon the humans. Yeah. Uh, so I'm mostly just making some destruction here. I don't think I really knew what I was supposed to, because it said just take revenge. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. What does that mean? I need to zap them? Yeah. Do I need to draw some acid on them? Right. So, so it's not always going to tell you what you're trying to uh, accomplish. And you get rated for each level that you uh, finish like this. You'll get, uh, I think it goes up higher than five stars, but I think five stars is the most I've seen on most of the levels. Uh, and once you get to the end game, there's actually some replayability here because you'll unlock extra objectives in these areas. And you'll also uh, encounter the sun more often. The sun is kind of like a mini boss. Yeah, He usually, he's, he's harassing you. When you're trying to complete these levels, he's every cloud's worst nightmare. The sun. He's every cloud's worst nightmare. So, this is like I said. There's I. I when I first started playing this game, I said, "Oh, this is going to be stupid because it's so simple." I mean, all I'm doing is just soaking some humans. Yeah. But it gets so much more complicated. Oh, this level right here was. Oh, the look at this Katamari stuff. Yeah, this looks fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Katamari stuff is absolutely. I'm trying to get everything into uh, one area. <laughs> There's <laughs> a fireplace in disaster. there. That's yeah. great. 
Yeah, but, but there's I, so much humor. It's I'm going to play this. Going, I'm totally going to play this. You need to play it. And I haven't yeah. even got to some of the really cool little customization things you do. There's a cloud house you have in the overworld where you visit. And you'll notice my cloud, he's kind of funky, right? He's got a hat on. He's got the x-ray visions. I unlock that stuff by completing all my objectives in different levels. And then I go back to my cloud house and I can equip those accessories onto my cloud. doesn't really give me any bonuses or anything other than... It's just fun. Now, one thing that's even more fun than that is you'll notice that the cloud's making all these great faces. You can go back to your house and you can draw your own face on your character. So yeah. I did that. Oh, no way. Was, I thought it was fun. I yeah, want to do that. Was did you do yeah. Is it on this video? I want to see it. Uh, I don't know if I think it might be later. I think I'm about to do it right here, actually. I think maybe I'll change my decor and then I'll go uh, equip. You'll also notice in the background, I drew some other things. There's some levels that are actually not even goal-based. It's more like you can paint something. So I think I'm about to put my face oh, on here. Go. Here we go. Yeah, this is it. So, yeah, so here I'm going to put my face on. I made like a silly little goofy face like that. Now, the disadvantage of doing your own face is that it doesn't have all the animations. It's just static. Uh, like in the other ones, going, when you're raining, yeah. you'll kind of make grimace faces and stuff. It'd be cool if they gave you a couple frames to work with. But that's what I'm thinking. It'd yeah. be, I think it'd be fairly simple to add that on rain on your parade. Yeah. And uh, I, I hope they do. I hope they, they keep going with this. But it's getting pretty good reviews. The developer is Unbound Creations, and they are the publisher currently on the Xbox Game Pass, both on PC as well as the console. Yeah. Uh, you can get this on Steam uh, for $14.99 if you just want to buy it straight out, or you can also get it on the Switch, and I think I'm going to pick it up on the Switch as well. This is a pretty short game uh, coming in at around three hours just to kind of run through it. Now, if you want to go back and accomplish things, you might be able to stretch it out to about six hours or so. Yeah. You could really you could really go back. You and mentioned because it's, on you game, wanna, it's on Game Pass as well, so you can just... Yeah, it's on Game there. Pass, yeah. so if you already got that, it's right there for you. Yeah. And uh, like I said, there's it's not a long gameplay, but even at even at price, you know, fifteen dollars, I would totally, you know, do this. Now I I got some I got some uh, scoring here. I'm trying my new patented ten point rating system for Boop. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say that the art and animation loved it with the 3D cardboard. By the way, that most of the human characters and most of the uh, like organic things are made out of yarn. Yeah, and uh, you you have kind of a a godlike POV. And the animations, they're all ragdolls. A lot of physics going on here to solve these puzzles like that. The music, by the way, we need to play some of this music. Oh, in, I'll play in audio it, yeah. Here. here it is right here. Mine. Sorry, hold on. It's very ragtime. Now, this part is... But they're all over the place. If you give just a couple of seconds, it'll switch up. It's a space kind of theme. All right, let's see. Get and share the end of each level too. By the way, yeah. Now we're in space. Yeah, that feels like space. I'm in space. It is space. I. Some of it's repetitive, but what they do have is a lot of fun. Everything about this game is just lighthearted fun. There's uh, there's adult humor, but it's presented in a way that would bypass you know the kids. So a kid could definitely play this. But an adult's absolutely going to enjoy this as well. Um, voiceover really stuff. really effing up people's days in this video. Just like. Yes. I mean, <laughs> that's what you are. You're a jerk cloud. You're yeah. literally trying to ruin the human's days. Yeah. 
I would definitely play this with uh, with a controller. Yeah. Uh, the the AI is pretty much just you know nothing really. It's mostly puzzle solving, uh, and anything that does challenge you usually is just set on magnets. They just kind of attract to you as you go along. Sure. There's a western. Uh, there's a Western theme one that I saw that I kind of reminded me of you whenever I was doing it. I had to burn down a barn. Oh, that nice. was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in yeah. down with that. Oh, it's got a photo mode. All right, photo mode jer- uh, psychos. You can make screenshots. <laughs> are super cool. The photo modes are a lot of fun. Yeah, but uh, like I said, short game, but a lot of replayability. Was if you a, do was it. That a, sorry, was that a um, was that a sheep? I saw you yanking around the store. Why Absolutely, is there a sheep in there? there's there's sheep in this game, and uh, they they appear quite a bit, and sometimes they are relevant to the level, and sometimes not so much. And see this guy here, yeah. he's got actually a microphone. I don't know what he's doing with the microphone uh, in here. He's waiting for I you don't to come. Know. He's going to come pick you up after the game. Yeah, he's, he's... come pick me up the game, Mister Microphone. <laughs> uh, now, personally. Personally, I had trouble playing a level that was based on it was uh, it was a weather report that I had to do. So I was I was at a news uh, a news broadcast, yeah, and I was trying to do the weather report, and there were certain objectives I had to complete, but I had to complete them in an order, and I couldn't understand why I couldn't complete the third objective because it didn't give me an indication that there were going to be uh, you know any ordering, right. and so I was like, oh, okay. So I got a little frustrated there, but most of it's been pretty smooth. Like I said, this may be the most fun I have had in a in, in a puzzle uh, type game, physics game, in quite a while. So this one's actually going to be pretty high. Uh, the quality of it's just fantastic. I think this game's going to be around for a little bit. I think a lot of people are going to play it. Uh, I'm going to give it nine killer clouds out of ten screaming humans. Uh, it is <laughs> All right. it is pretty. I like I said is is. It's a simple, dumb, casual fun, and I, I just kept going back one more time. It's like, okay, I'm just going to finish this one more. Just going to. Well, I'm going to give so mine nine two point five D. No one, not nine two point five <laughs> dimensions out of ten <laughs> dimensions. How about that? That's perfect. How you Put like that? Gray on your parade. Yeah. Uh, no, that's Love good. It. I just I always forget to do it. I'm such an idiot. All right, oh, well, that well was done. good. Well done. Uh, those are cool games. We'll mention them. Well, I'll tell you right now. That game is called Rain on Your Parade. Get it all the places that Brian just mentioned. And you can get mine on Steam only at the moment. But I bet it ends up in other places. That game is called Orbital Bullet. Orbital Bullet. Now this. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> guess our game. Yeah, that's right. We brought a game. And we have to guess it. That's the rules. So get ready, Brian, because I'm about to play a game uh, or audio from a game that you're going to have to try to guess. The hint is 2012, and the other hint is also an indie game. Oh, interesting, because mine's going to be 2011 also. Whoa. Okay, well, mine is controversial. (laughs) That may help you. All right? Oh, okay. All right, right. Here you go. Enjoy. Guesses yet? No. I feel like I'm kind of like platforming here. Am I platforming? There is some platforming. There's some talking. Yeah, 
swish sound is something rotating. I'll tell you that much. Interesting. So am, am I like uh, managing a spaceship or anything like that? Or Nope. Uh, you are oh. running around, let's just say space, meaning okay. spatial awareness and dimension okay. is misleading in this game. And so you do things to get places you couldn't get before by moving the world around. Chatter okay. doesn't have it yet okay. either. Okay, okay. Um, and controversial. That's controversial a- in that. Okay, I'll, uh, the 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 one human that made it is controversial. Oh, oh, oh I know what this is. Then this the one human that made it, and it, it rotates the world, and it had a little bit of a development cycle, and and it 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 made it a lot of places. Is it is it Fez? It is Fez. Well done. Yes, Fez is yes. the answer. Well done. Chat room got it right around the main time. Or same time. Excellent. Um, the reason this came up is my daughter uh, rebought and played it again on her Switch. It was down to like four bucks on sale, and she yes. loves that game. It's one of her favorite games ever. So she's like, "I'm getting it." And I watched her play it. She beat the whole thing again. And, oh wow! Um, yeah, she loves that game. And uh, yeah, I think I think the at first the controversy part was the thing that was throwing me off, but then once you, you gave me enough clues, he's a he's a me right he's along. a troubled genius. Phil Fish is really really, really brilliant is. and is kind of a He's on fire all the time. So. Yeah, he he uh, yeah he can't help it. <laughs> and he hasn't really done this anything like this <laughs> since. Everything else he's done has been stuff for other games, and it's all been very low key and not very out in the open. Right. Um, it's just well, I don't blame him because he got a he got a, he had a lot of attention on him. He did, when, but he uh, drew a lot of that to himself. He was kind of yeah, uh, this is true too. Kind of a kind of a weirdo. I mean, he's fine. He's just whatever. He's eccentric. Let's put it that way. He's eccentric. I mean, how, how? I mean, if you're making a game like this by yourself and you're doing all the amazing things he's doing and really thinking outside the box or inside the box, I, yeah, inside the he's fez. A weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's Brian Sound. Uh, t- year? What's the year here? Yeah, it is 2011. 11. This is a well-received game. Okay. After some time, is the I'll tell you this. I may have given too much. Jeez, Louisus. All right, here we go. Right, I may have given too much. This sounds like... Oh, I know what this is. It's had a great run. Yeah, they just uh, did. There's a big package for sale right now with all of yeah, it for like 59 bucks. Yeah, there's a whole um, big package for this entire series. They keep keep coming out with stuff, and it keeps on it keeps on going, which amazes me. The uh, Binding of Isaac. That's it. You got it. The yeah. Binding of Isaac. I have to admit, yes. I was tempted to get that bundle because I don't have much of it. I have like the original yeah, I, first game, and that's it. That's me too. I have, I have the first one. I don't have Afterbirth or none of the other ones. And the most recent uh, DLC, it, you have to have one of the previous DLCs. And I've got to to really buy into it. I was like, I was really tempted. Like fifty six bucks for the whole package. I've only got the first one. Like you, I want to do it, but ah, oh, I know it's a lot. That's real money. It is real money. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the, my problem with with Binding of Isaac was its limit to left, right, top, down shooting and. It, yes, and originally it didn't even have the controller support, and that bugged me. No, um, the original engine was Adobe Flash. Was it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, but this dude was involved somehow. He was the Meat Boy guy, right? Wasn't the Meat Boy? And uh, hold on, part of was Super was part meat, of meat Boy. boy. Uh, it's not Edmund part of McMillan? it, but I think it's one of the people involved. Um, right, Evan McMillan, Florian. 
himself. Yeah. So hold on. Uh, designers Edmund McMillan. He's known for Super Meat Boy. That's right. Because that artwork is very similar. It is. It's a very similar style. Um, and he just did the end is nigh, which is like their his own version of whatever. And then Tommy Rafine, Rafinis or whatever, Super Meat Boy only. So so the binding binding of Isaac was this other dude's uh, was Edmund's right. side gig. He just did it on his side own. hustle. Yeah. I don't know that those two are together anymore. I think they kind of kind of, uh, kind of fall apart a little bit. Little, Let me see. Little little gamer just, you know, just uh, yeah, you know, it's like a band. You can't keep the band together forever. It's one of those That's things. That's right. It's like me well, and Brian will hate can. each other's guts one day. You watch. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's coming. already. It's already happening. <laughs> it's happening now. <laughs> it's already happening. It's happening right now. <laughs> it's happening right this second. <laughs> All right. Well done. Uh we did we did good things there. Now let's do this. Hey, that music means it's time for an email. I'll try it, everybody. Email. Email this time from a good listener named Andy W. Lives in Memphis, Tennessee. He sent an email into boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. There's a snake in my boot. Yeah, there you go. There's a snake in his boot. He says, uh, hey, Scott and Brian, love the show. Lately, I've been listening to Final Fantasy music, and that's been uh, that's been professionally done by an orchestra. Uh, stuff spanning from FF2 on the NES all the way up to Final Fantasy fourteen. That got me to look into other scores of games I played like uh, as a kid, like Secret of Mana, which is amazing. Yes. My question is, what video game music for games, say, pre-2000, would you want to listen to or hear remade with an orchestra? You could, uh, or you see, you can make your answer situational, like while driving, playing WoW, cooking, whatever. Would love some ideas for cool stuff to find and listen to. Thanks, fellas, Andy. Well, I would like to, I would like to do mine situational. Uh, I would like to do it. uh, I would like to listen to it right after I burned my hands pulling a big potato out of the oven. That's oh man, that's that's, there's the situational for me. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, For me. Um, so there's a little bit of this in the, in the newer Doom games where he references the original theme, but I want to see the Doom theme from one and two, the old MIDI, you know, MIDI ass freaking mm-hmm. Doom music, completely redone, like the entire soundtrack completely redone by the guy that does the modern Doom soundtracks. I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, they're good. Soundtrack. They're uh, good. Artist. This guy is named. Mick Gordon, that's his name. And Mick Gordon is insane. He's so good. Here, Brian, get have a taste. Hold on. Okay. Uh Mick Gordon. Um, I'm finding it. Here it is. Artist. Okay, there it is. Doom original game soundtrack from 2016 in, in particular has just got the coolest soundtrack. All right, here's here's just a taste of that soundtrack. Rip yeah. and tear. And it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It just gets better. It's so good. Big Division was I really good. I love that. Yep. Uh, his, the song, let's see, BF, BFG something. Anyway, it's fantastic soundtrack. And I, would mind, I wouldn't mind him going like, uh, do a whole thing of like early Ed work, put... Doom, Doom 2, uh, Quake, Quake 2, you know, like all that era. Just jam it all yeah, into yeah. A, a thing and go for it. That'd be give us some, uh Give us some Tool. Tool sounds really good as orchestra music. I don't know if you've heard anybody ever do any. No, I haven't. That's interesting. Kind of, no. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really cool. Stuff. I mean, it's Tool yeah. Orchestra. 
tool. I need to know, do they have a little uh, burnt naked Chinese man with bald head sitting there playing <laughs> instruments? Or? Right, so I just... <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to have to look that up. Um, yeah, this is good stuff. I, I, I think Tool <laughs> really fits in well with that orchestra kind of music it, it shows you how well written that music was even if you think oh that's just loud you know trashy noise it's oh, not it's actually here's, got here's schism know, some, for example yeah let me skip it yeah i could see that that's interesting well, that's often true right like musicians you know they share a lot more than they think in terms of yeah they do i mean you can't just you can't just have a screaming show and think that it's you know it's going to be declared music you just can't there's always some kind of rhythm to it and some type of uh you know sometimes even melody sometimes melody yeah there's a girl i used to date i date her on and off called her sometimes melody (laughs) or melody All right. Now uh, my pick, when yeah, I, my pick when I'm picking, like? when I'm when I'm pulling the hot, you know, potato out of the oven and screaming and you know it's burning my hands. I'm yeah. like, Alexa, play some Castlevania symphony music. Not the symphony of the night, but three. But I would like to hear some oh, uh, like some more old orchestral. like one and two uh, era. Yes. Okay, that's yes. interesting. Hmm. Let's yeah, I, I like all that music. It's 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 a lot richer and deeper than those uh you know our processors that the the sound could really come out at that time i think you could really beef it up a little bit let's see if we've got any uh it might be castlevania but you're already have trouble finding because you're like looking castlevania then symphony of the night you're like oh no that's not gonna work well let's try this this might be something here um it's called sam the the sweet clockwork class castlevania three you were mentioning okay it's not playing let me go back. There's a Castlevania the concert. Look at that. Yeah, there it is, dude, right there for you. It's already made. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. You got what you need. You got you got you got what you need. I apologize to the chat room and anyone listening that I have to sell for your like. <laughs> no, uh, this is that, good. We just found it. Word. YouTube has it. Yeah. Go go get it. Excellent. Uh that was a great one. That was that was a nuanced uh, feedback. I like that one. Thank yeah. you, Andy. Yeah, it was really good. Thanks, Andy. If you want to send an email to us, you can. Boopshow at gmail.com. And if you're looking for the website, that's easy to find, too. You can find that over at uh, frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. And uh, that's a recommendable thing because that's where all the good stuff happens. Not really. It's just where you can find the feeds and like all our contact info and all that stuff. So if you're trying to track all that stuff down, go to frogpants.com slash boop. Uh, give Scott and Brian a Twitch follow, will you? Give uh, me one yeah. at Frog Pants. Give Brian one at Brian Dunaway. He plays his uh, his homework on Monday nights. So uh, I do. I play yeah. my homework on uh, Monday nights and sometimes Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings, but always Monday nights. Watch for the homework. Yeah, look for that. Homework for Boop is do, important. Do people still do iTunes reviews for these podcasts? Sure they do. Podcasts? All the time. Yeah, oh, they yeah. should. Give us. Yeah, go give review. us reviews. Wherever you get uh, your shows these days, be it Spotify, iTunes, uh, freaking Google Play, wherever you're getting them, leave us yeah. reviews on whatever those boards are because it helps us get discoverability. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've already given a good review to Skim, just go over and give a good review to Boo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think I do need to tell Kim about the rivalry. She's going to love it. Or she'll go, Whatever. <laughs> You're Brian. It's Brian. You guys are friends. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. What's for dinner? No, I'd say that to her. What's for dinner? (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with more. Until then, stay safe. Stay safe.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Whoops. <laughs> I don't like steam. I love steam. <laughs> I hit the wrong thing. Destroy him with lasers. Don't play that.